Welcome to Shit Your Teenagers Won't Tell You, a podcast about everything you need to know about teens. I'm Kathy. And I'm Meredith. And we speak teenager. Uh, did we also mention that we're best friends? We've worked as admission officers, prep school administrators, and most importantly, have coached thousands of teens. In other words, we have seen it all. So join us every week as we give you the lowdown on all the shit your teenager isn't telling you. Because trust us, there's a lot of it. And if you don't know what to do with the teenagers in your life, don't worry. We've got your back. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I did this with my kid the other day. I said, (laughs) hello, darling. And she laughed and laughed. She's like, did you just do an accent? And I was like, did I? (laughs) Hello, darlings. Welcome to another episode of Shit Your Teenagers won't tell you I'm here with my bestie Meredith and today we're going to talk about college majors dun 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 picking them not picking them should you pick them which ones not to pick what not to do what not to I know I think it causes parents a lot of distress mm-hmm. when their kids don't know what they want to study in college true and I get it but also, they're going to change their majors, so. <laughs> Word. Vast majority, I think it's like 70% of kids change their major. Yeah. So that's why most of them, they don't know what they don't know. So going to college actually helps them pick their major. Anyways, I digress. The point is, we get a lot of questions about majors. We feel a lot of parental stress around it and teen stress. Like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Am I behind? Is there something wrong with me? Are colleges going to hate that if I don't if I apply undecided? So we're going to answer those questions. Colleges will hate you. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and that's thanks for listening to another episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to answer all those questions. Which I think the first question we probably need to answer is: By the time my child goes to college, should they know what they want to study? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say negative. First of all, I think the expectation that 17 and 18-year-olds are somehow going to be aware enough to know what they want to study that's going to presumably set them up for some kind of future education or future career is like uh, too lofty a goal for a 17-year-old. And not developmentally appropriate, quite frankly. Yeah, for sure. It's not where their heads are at. And it's asking – someone to like review the movie before they've seen the movie. Like they need the exposure and experiences of college to start to understand their likes and dislikes academically. And part of that is because in high school, they're exposed to a limited number of subjects and they go from having six or seven classes a year to all of a sudden going to a school where there's 120 different majors to choose between. Like, you know, it's going to take a minute to sort through that. So I don't think parents you need to be worried or feel that your child's lack of clarity about what they want to study in college is somehow a liability in the process. It's not at all. Now, you may have personal reasons, like there may be some familial pressure to like pick a thing for some other reason, but it's not going to be a negative in the college process. Unless your kid's applying to a bunch of schools abroad, in which case, yeah, they kind of need to know what they're going to do. But if we're talking about American schools, nah, nah, nobody cares. Yeah, so, and that one thing that I tell students who are like, Kathy, can I apply undecided? Is that bad? And I'm like, no, it's not bad to apply undecided. 
but you still need to be able to talk about what you're interested in. Correct. So that's the caveat, which is you can't just be like, I am a blank slate. (laughs) I have just finished, you know, 12 years of education and I don't know anything. That's a problem. That's a problem. But if you're like, I have no idea what I want to major in, but I felt really excited my sophomore year when I took world history for these reasons. But I also really liked my physics class fall semester of senior year. Great. You don't have to be a physics major or a history major. But if you can talk about the life of the mind and sort of the intellectual curiosity in those moments, that's all they want. Yeah. You cannot, however, be the student, which I did have the student last year, which was... I don't really like school. <laughs> yeah. So it's really hard for me to think about classes that I've enjoyed. Like photography was kind of fun. Mm. So I'm not like that. But I wouldn't major in that in college. So like, I don't know what I would say. Like, what should I pick as a major? And I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> we have much more work to do around you engaging more deeply in your academic work. But I didn't like my teachers. So I think the other thing that I hear is I didn't like the subject because I didn't like the teacher. Now, I'm not trying to minimize that experience. When you have a crappy teacher, it doesn't make it very fun. Nope. But it's unlikely that every single teacher of every single subject in high school was equally bad. Yep. And even if they are, I'd like to think there's something we could mine, some book you read, some chapter, some cool group project you did with a friend that is interesting. Yeah. Or even like understanding what you like to do in school. Do you like the critical analysis that you do in English class? Do you like writing fiction? Do you like reading fiction? Do you like creative writing? Do you like personal writing? Do you like solving challenging math equations? Do you like spending time in the lab and doing Mm -hmm. things like being very careful and making sure that every liquid that you're measuring that's going into the Bunsen burner is measured just perfectly? Some kids love lab work. They think it's really Fun, right? Like, oh, I love being in this laboratory environment and being yeah. precise. Like, that's my jam. I'm yeah. Like, okay. That's not me, but good for you, right? I mean, we probably do want things to be precise when they're going into a Bunsen burner, right? It's true. It's uh, true. I mean, I don't think Explosive capacity. Yeah. And I think I was probably a bad student in chemistry for that reason. But, you know, like, I think that, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard when kids come to us and they don't have any of that figured out yet. Oh, it's hard. Talk about getting water out of a rock. <laughs> that one's hard. That one is really hard. So you can yeah, help your so, kids. I mean, sometimes we start with what they don't like, right? Because that offers us clues about what you might like in college, right? So if you're someone who finds, for example, reading and writing and history interesting, but you didn't like world history, but you do like American history, but the part of American history that you particularly liked was the sort of formation of government and learning about like the constitution, then that all of a sudden that gives people like Kathy and me potential clues on things you might enjoy learning more about in Mm -hmm. college. And notice that I phrase it as, what do you want to learn more about? Mm -hmm. Not what do you want to major in? Mm -hmm. So 
the question I ask is, what do you want to just learn more about? Like whether you take one class or 20 classes in it, what do you just want to learn more about? Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. we just start making a list of all the things to learn. Yeah. And I think, you know, and the reality is, like Meredith said, there's over 100 majors at most colleges. And when I actually sit down with a student and we scroll through the list of mm-hmm. majors that a school has, they're like, what's that? <laughs> what's American studies? Like, you know, right. like, they're right. like, I've never heard of such a thing before. And they're probably not if – if you asked a teenager to list college majors, they'd come up with five. Maybe ten. Let's name them. Business. Business. <laughs> Engineering. Biology. Yeah, pre-med. Pre-med. They would name it pre-med. They would name it pre-med. They would say, being a lawyer. <laughs> What's ma- What major is that? Being a lawyer? What major is that? Political science. <laughs> right? Yep. Oh, psychology. Yep. Bing bong. I like people. I like learning about people. I'm very social. Psychology. That's a big one. Am I missing anything else? I don't think there's 10. I think those, those are the big ones. Those are probably the five big ones that... Kids can name. And they are also yeah. the most popular majors. They can sometimes name different kinds of science. Yeah, sure. They can name different types of science, but usually leading to becoming a doctor. Yeah. But then when you actually show them like, oh, in biology, you can study. There's evolutionary biology. Mm-hmm. There's cellular biology. There's mm-hmm. – uh, I can't name more bios, but – Neurobiology. Well, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Like, you better be able to name some biologies in my house. Dr. Herrera is listening. He's like, keep going, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, there's microbiology. There's marine biology. There's marine biology. Well, it's funny. I have kids who are like, I love the ocean. So therefore, and I love dolphins. So marine <laughs> biology. And then I'm like, you know, and then we'll look at the major and the classes as- yeah. associated with marine yeah. biology. They're like, oh, wait, this is a STEM STEM <laughs> there's, there's no dolphins. <laughs> This is a STEM major. Why do I have to take this much chemistry to be a biology major? It's like when business majors are shocked that there's math. Me. Thank you. That was me in high school. I was a business major and I started and I was like, wait, how much calculus do I have to do? Wait, econ is math? I was like, oh, hell no. No. I'm I'm out. out. (laughs) I'm out. Well, so, okay. There are occasions where we work with students that are pretty clear on their major and that persists through college. I would say, friends, that's very rare. It's a minority. I think it's a significant minority. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it happens. You know, I had a kid who knew he wanted to do something in engineering. He actively tried to learn about different types of engineering while he was in high school. Mm. Civil engineering versus mechanical engineering were kind of like the front runners. And he did that. Like, he actually educated himself on what is different about those disciplines within engineering. And yeah. so he decided on civil engineering, and he is a civil engineer, Right. That happens, but not so much. And so I just think that it's really normal for kids to not have a major declared, and it's okay. It's okay. And the part of the nice thing about college is you don't usually have to declare a major until you're a junior, Mm -hmm. the beginning of your junior year. So you get two years to explore. You usually have general education courses that you have to take. And you hear about what your friends are taking. And a lot of people find their majors that way, right? They, like, Mm -hmm. take a class or they hear about their friends taking this class. And you're like, oh, that sounds really interesting. You go take that class and then you're like, wait a minute, I'm going to be. And I was like, I'm going to be a communications major. I was like, I want to do this for a living. Like, I love to read and write and I want to – I'm interested in the ways that people communicate. How do Mm -hmm. we communicate? How do we express ourselves? How do we receive messages and process them? Like, So I was like, oh, that's right up my alley. Yeah. Right? But you don't figure that out oftentimes until you're in college. And I think that's 
totally okay. And what I would say around this like major piece where kids are like picking the same five majors because they are. Yes. If you look at the UC, University of California website, like they will tell you in their handbook which of their majors are high demand majors, meaning everybody is applying to these majors. And they are what we just listed. Yep. <laughs> Biology, pre-med sciences, engineering. Political science, computer science. Business, psychology. Yep. yep. Computer are, science. We forgot computer science. That's I mean, computer science is under the umbrella of engineering, I'd say. But computer science, like every kid, we work in Silicon Valley. Every kid is a computer scientist and everybody takes programming classes really common everybody takes ap comp sci now and there are i have a kid i'm working with right now who i'm a hundred percent sure will become a software developer Mm -hmm. or hardware developer like he is going to work in computer science because he is obsessed with it and in his spare time he writes programs he's like let me write code for fun i'm like that's weird but not weird in silicon valley happens and i'm sure he will do that thing but don't pick those majors, people. <laughs> like, please, if you're like on the fence and you haven't done a ton of work to investigate this major, don't pick business because you can't think of anything else or, or your parents I, are in business. Or it makes money. <laughs> oh my God. That is the most common thing I hear from kids. Well, I guess I'll be a business major because business majors are making money, right? Like, business is about making money. And I'm like, oh, Lord. I was like, you can't write that in your essay, though, boo. <laughs> you cannot. Turns out you're going to need more substantive intellectual reasons for why. Absolutely. And, and you don't have any broad. of those. And business is actually a very broad major. There's lots of majors within business that right. you have to think about. And kids are like, oh, what? It's not just business? <laughs> what do you know about business? Oh, my God. Uh, it makes things happen. It's like, oh, my God. Well, this brings me to my next question, which is, How would a student, or what are your strategies, I'll share some of mine, Mm -hmm. for helping students just learn about different majors? Because as you say, they all of a sudden go from having like six possible subjects to study to 106. Yeah. So what are some of the things you do to help students like kind of just become more familiar with different offerings? Well, one of the things that we do is we go through the websites Mm -hmm. and we actually, I'm like, pick a school that you like or that you've heard of. Pick a school, any school. It could be UC, it could be a public we school, are it could the be a private same school. person. <laughs> we are the same person. I'm like, okay, so let's look at a major. Pick any major that strikes your fancy. You're mm-hmm. like, that sounds interesting. I was like, then click on it and let's look at all the courses that are required mm-hmm. for this major. Right. So I had a kid recently who was interested in botany. I love plants. <laughs> Cute. I want to work in a greenhouse. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. And then we clicked on botany and she was like, Oh, so many math and chemistry classes. Yes. I was like, yeah, I think it's a STEM major. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it is. <laughs> oh, bless. And so that very quickly ruled out That's botany. Too bad. Botany's like, cool. I haven't heard botany in a minute. I botany is super cool. And but she was like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to that. do so much I just chemistry. Like plants. I just like plants. <laughs> Same thing with veterinarians. Like veterinarians. Oh, yeah. I love animals. I'm like, okay, girl, let's look at the classes. You're not going to touch an animal for four years. At least. Go wait to vet school. Yeah, you're going to wait until vet school. I mean, and look at the amount of science and math courses you need to take. They're like, oh, dear. I'm like, yes. Do you know how much OCHEM you have in your life? Absolutely, right? So I do this with my kiddos where yeah. we kind of just start doing that poking around. And the earlier, the better, I think. 
Totally. I love doing that. I do a very similar thing where we look at the course catalog and I take the same major and I look at what it is. Maybe it was applied math. Like what is applied math at this school versus and what is applied math at that school? Mm. Because you can start to see differences, you know, and which sounds better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing that's fun. So like, let's say you have a kid who's kind of not sure, but they've narrowed it down to some broad, you know, three, four, five areas. That's a fun thing to do. I love to have them spend, in addition to looking at courses, just spend time on the department's website and particularly go to like, when you go on a college website and you click on like the English department, there's almost always some link somewhere that's going to be related to what's new or our newsletter or something like that. What's happening? New what's events. happening? Yeah. The events. That I love clicking on because it's, you know, it's bypassing a lot of the marketing language that you're seeing on sort of the landing page. And it just really gives you, I think, a more visceral understanding of like, yeah, what's a Tuesday like as a, you know, Spanish major? Yeah. yeah, sure. I think that the other thing that I do with parents and what I suggest to parents and students is like having them meet your friends who totally. have interesting backgrounds, yeah. right? Who aren't just like the engineering major or the business major, right? Like, yeah. sorry, not that engineering. Listen, my partner is an engineer and everybody in my family was a business major, <laughs> including I almost was too. And my sister has an MBA. So I'm not knocking the business majors or the engineers out there, but I think you want to show diversity, in people's educational backgrounds because I think kids get so fixated on, well, if I want to be successful, these are the only majors I can choose. And having them meet people and hear about people's backgrounds, like, oh, no, actually, I was a sociology major or I majored in in Latin, (laughs) East Asian studies. Like, Mm -hmm. it's great for kids to hear that. And they're like, oh, this person is normal and they're not homeless. (laughs) Totally. That's like their worst fear. I'm like, what's what are you worried about? Well, I'm just going to be kids are so quick to be. They go from I'm about to graduate high school to unhoused real fast. Yes, (laughs) pretty sure. But I, I, but I won't have any money, Kathy. If I'm an English major, I'm like, but you love writing and reading. Yeah, see where that takes you, right? Yeah, see where that. You know, I listen to this podcast, Pod Save America, and it's all the former speechwriters for Obama. And they're doing amazing work now. And they're not suffering financially, I tell no, you. They and aren't. probably what, how that started was a love of writing in like middle elementary school. Yep. Kids have changed their majors about, I think of this. So, first of all, I think the stats are something like about a third of kids are going to enter college undeclared. So, super normal, really common. And then about 70 to 75% of kids are going to change their major at least once before they graduate. Also pretty normal, right? Yeah. And I think I read this statistic around how many graduates actually use their major. Oh, that would be interesting. In their first job. I think I found this in a Forbes article. I was looking it up for another parent of mine. And I think it was 30%. (laughs) Something crazy low. It was like 50% or less, basically. Mm Because – you know, like I'm a socio, I'm a sociology major. Now I'm a sociologist. No, not unless you went to grad school, right? Like right. that's not usually what you end up. My parents doing. did that though. Did what? They are the things that they studied. Oh, they went on to terminal degrees. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The thing that they and did. the thing that they did. And that's actually unusual. I think 
they're unusual. Well, I also think different generation. I think That's it's true. also an age where like you've picked a career and you stayed in that career for 40 plus years until you retired. And I think the world today is more interdisciplinary. This is the other thing. I think is the world is more interdisciplinary. It's Schools more global. Yeah. Schools are more, you know, you're looking at these really cool major combinations that are funky and interesting. You can make your own major now. You can make your own major. You can double major or double minor or combine things. I think that's just, I mean, to me, if I could do one thing differently about my college experience, I would have probably double majored and probably minored in something. Mm. I had a lot of minors, but they were all kind of the same. Peace and conflict studies, something else. I forget what my other minor was. You know, it's pretty close to political science. Well, one of the things that I tell my kids who feel worried about it, like they feel worried about their... Or parents, too, who feel worried about uh, career Mm -hmm. opportunities post-graduation with a certain major, Mm -hmm. right? And what I tell parents and what I tell kids all the time, it matters so much more what you do while you're in college than what you study, okay? Studying helps you develop your critical thinking skills. It may help you develop a professional skill. It's possible or like it might help you develop – a background that you need for becoming, you know, a financial advisor. Like, who knows? Yeah. Studying That's architecture awesome. helps you be an architect. For sure. Yeah. But there are plenty of liberal arts majors and humanities majors that don't have the, that's not the purpose, right? The purpose is to help you be a good critical thinker, look at the entire body of knowledge and, and make connections yeah. and express those connections and read and write well. So like do internships. Over the summer. Well, I think if we're talking about (laughs) will I get a job or will I get into a competitive graduate school? Yeah. It's absolutely what you do. 100%. Am I involved on campus? Am I developing relationships with my professors who are going to write letters of recommendation for graduate school? Am I taking advantage of internship opportunities? Am I working? That's what's going to get you – it's not the are you a sociology major versus an econ major necessarily. Absolutely. And I think that that's so important, the internship piece, right? Because you and I went to a very pre-professional school that really emphasized career opportunities, networking. (laughs) Yes. USC is all about the Trojan family. They have tons of events and, you know – workshops and career fairs, blah, blah, blah. And I really took advantage of that as an undergrad. And I think you are at a disadvantage if you keep your head in the sand as undergrad and you're just like, let me just go to class and get A's. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like, and the rest of the time I'm going to party and hang out and do whatever. You know, you got to be taking advantage of those things. So as parents, when your kids are coming home for the summer, right, you should be like, what are you doing this summer? Like, what do you mean you're just coming home? Sitting on the couch. Yeah, you're not just coming home this summer. You should be. No, they need to be doing things. Yes, and exploring careers. And that's part of the way that you find out what you don't want to do and what you're not good at Mm -hmm. is doing things that are really things that you hate doing. I had an internship one summer with, I think it was like some sort of like financial planner, Mm. right? Like, it was really, like, I spent... 90% 90% of my time making cold calls to clients, oh. being like, so-and-so would like to talk to you about some investment opportunities. Do you have time to talk with them? Like, just people hanging up on me, basically. That no, we're not awful. interested. It was the worst job. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, like, hell to the no. 
I do not want to do this job. I had the coolest internships, dude. My internships were so cool. That's awesome. Truly. That one was not one of the that cool ones. That was not one of the cool ones. No, but I had great internships that really, that I, you know, actively sought out. So I, in some ways, I think that is actually more important than the major that you choose. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to be an architect. You do need to major in architecture. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's a difference between I'm going, I'm doing something really pre-professional and or not, right? Mm-hmm. I will say... There are certain majors, this is just something to be aware of, there are certain majors that are sequential in their coursework. So like as a political science major, I didn't have sequential coursework. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I could take all of the classes. There wasn't like an order to it. If you are an engineer or a business major, you can't take, you know, microeconomics until you take macroeconomics or you can't take whatever, OCHEM until you take chemistry. So... If your child gets to school and they decide to change their major, you know, sometimes they have to stay an extra semester or Mm -hmm. a year because there is a certain sequence that they need to follow. But still, I just think that it would be better to land on something that you're more interested in. Absolutely. I mean, it is school. You do have to do it for four years. Like It is more school. That's true. And enjoy yourself, right? Yeah. What else did we not cover about majors? Choosing them, not to choose them. How to choose them. Well, I mean, the only thing I would emphasize, I know we made this point already, but, and it is a strategy, is I don't want your kid to be like, I'm a gerontology major. <laughs> because mm. nobody wants to be a gerontology major. Like, colleges are also looking for... The gamesmanship. Yeah. They yeah. are keeping an eye out for whether or not you're just picking some random ass major, like yeah. just closing your eyes and <laughs> yeah, point, pointing your finger at something. So they are looking to see if you're doing that. So don't do that. Don't do, don't that. do that. If you go, you know, you're like, I'm going to be a geography major at Berkeley, <laughs> but really I want to be a chem major. Well, you better like geography because you're not transferring into chem <laughs> at Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. It's not always, you know, if you're using it as a strategy, there is no guarantee that you can switch into the major that you want to, especially at a large public school with impacted majors. And if you do love gerontology, we talked mm-hmm. to Tim recently and he was telling us about an applicant who like loves old people. Loves geront <laughs> loves old people. Like had been working in retirement homes and volunteering and had like very, very specific adorable. ways that they wanted to work with like help the aging community. Mm-hmm. So my sorority sister who I just had lunch with a few months ago, she was a gerontology major at USC. And I was like, you were? I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that. I was like, how did you pick gerontology? And she's like, it was through one of my general ed courses. And she was like, I oh, loved it. I was, I was cool. so interesting. And she works with like retirement homes. Like she works for a big company that provides services to people who need extra support, aging folks who need more support at home. And her agency does that. I was like, look at you. And you're doing the thing that you studied. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, but she genuinely loved it. She took the class and she was like, this is so cool. I'm like, that's weird, but good for you. We need people like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend in college who was a gerontology major. Well, USC has such an amazing gerontology program. Mm-hmm. And we need it. Everyone's getting old. Turns out we all get old or we don't. And it's that's true. not so lucky. You're lucky to get old. It's true. So, you know, parents, like, don't funnel your kids. Like, don't be like, I study business. You should study business. Actually, a harder path in some ways because there's so many kids applying and it's competitive. Yeah. It's like 
to make yourself sound like you actually know what you mean and mm-hmm. and like you're actually educated about that major mm-hmm. is harder. 100%. And I want to put a caveat in about psychology majors. I'm here for it. Go ahead. <laughs> do you, I think you know what I'm going to say. I usually do, but let's hear it. <sighs> psychology majors. <laughs> Big sigh. I – She's pinching – her brow is furrowed and she's pinching the bridge of her nose. that – Hurt me. <laughs> oh my God. That's a coach. When I hear a girl who isn't a particularly strong student, mm-hmm. middling kind of student, mm-hmm. which is okay. I was a below middling student, so I'm not judging that. Yeah. Who then says to me, I think psychology. Because they think it's easy? Because they just like socializing. Oh, there's a lot of science in psychology. Yes, there is a lot of science in psychology. And the big joke in admissions is that people who aren't that smart, <laughs> usually girls, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. It's true. Like, it's like an inside admissions joke, right? Like, our psychology majors. So if you are going to – and I'm not down on psychology because Meredith and I, our careers are in psychology. <laughs> yeah. So let's be clear. And then my major was largely and we're not in psychology. Dumb. And we're not dumb at all. We are women, but we are not dumb <laughs> at all. But I don't want, like, don't let your teenage girl be like, I like people. And I'm, I'm really, talking. I'm a really good friend. People come to me with their problems, which is why I want to be a psychology major. Hail to the no. <laughs> Because there's already this kind of like stigma in some ways around psychology majors. Like you better be damn sure what a psychology major is and what it is exactly. Take a look at that course catalog for a psychology major and you're going to realize it's a lot like a biology major. Yep. With more statistics. Yep. Exactly. And I just need more rigor around how kids Mm. are choosing majors. Yes. I think that's the net takeaway is – when I ask kids, what do you want to study? Oh, I want to study business. Why do you want to study? And then immediately my next question is, why? Blank expressions. Money. And I'm like. I like money. You do realize that people are going to ask you to articulate your why in anywhere from 200 to 500 words multiple times. Yeah. So. Yep. That's a little bit of information about majors, choosing them, how to choose them. It's not always easy, but I think, again, exposure, experience, good research, Talking to people in your community and in your network that had studied different things, do different things. All value add. All good stuff. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.